When in Windsor without the Hancock, how to know who you are in Christ. The first thing you got to do is confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. And as you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, now you've accepted a position in the family of God. And as a heir, a joint heir with Jesus to the throne, it changes everything. So when we're talking about Romans 10 and 9, it says, <clears throat> it says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So a lot of things that Jesus has already done. There is no reason for us not to believe what God is saying because regardless of what's going on in our lives he's already made the provision for everything that we need but it is us we make that decision not to follow on what God is saying but when we make the decision to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit then it changes everything um, one of my favorite scriptures is Matthew seven twenty one. He said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do does the will of my father, which is in heaven. And what are you saying? The will of the Lord is the first thing is we got to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and savior of our life. And then we got to be disciples of men. It's not just enough to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, but we are to be living epistles of the grace of God, of the mercies of God, of the very love that God has for us. So, so many times we just think that it's really just about us. But the truth of the matter, we are built for the kingdom, for God to have his way, for, you know, us to be a living epistle and hope for people that do not even realize there's hope. You know, it, it is so... It is so sad for us to know who Jesus is, confess Jesus Christ, and live a defeated life. What are we living? What are we reflecting? What are we believing, God? Because we can't confess one thing and then live something different. And that is when the enemy really comes in. When Jesus died on the cross, he left the Holy Spirit here for us to guide us to all truth. So we can win as long as we know we, who we are in Christ. And does that mean that we are never going to have a bad day? No, it does not. Does that mean that we're not going to make mistakes? No, it does not. But what it does mean that God will always, Holy Spirit will always, always be there for us. Because just because we know that it is right to do right. We can't make the assumption, well, God knows my heart and I can just do this because God would understand. Yeah, that's not how it works. The word of God says that those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And when you sell out to who God is, when you sell out to the compassion, when you sell out to the love, when you sell out to who God called you to be, because I promise you, None of us are at the point where we're in the position to fulfill the very purpose of God without the Holy Spirit in us. And so many times 
because of that lack of intimacy. We really don't know who he is and his attributes and what he wants and how the very love that he has for us. And he wants what he has for us at a more phenomenal rate than we do. And we get so caught up into people. We get so caught up into the situation. We get so caught up in what we think should be in our life, never realizing a very one who gave his son he gave his son for me and for you so that we can have the right to the tree of life let me say that again he gave his son to die for us on the cross because he loves us so much he loves us so much romans 10 and 10 says for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess faith and are saved oh my god so really if you believe god we don't have to be perfect we don't have to be um always on point because the blood covers all those spaces and times and situations where we are not doing and we are not acting and we are not acting in behalf of what the Holy Spirit is saying. But so many times we look at things and, and we look at people and we envy this. And I heard this on a sermon the other day. We envy people when the truth of the matter is all we have to do is make a decision to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and everything that God said about your life will and shall come to pass. It don't matter where you are in life. Make the decision to trust God. Make the decision to make the transition from where you are to where God wants you to go. And I promise you, when you decide to make that transition and know the very love that God has for you, I promise you things will begin to change and you will see him because you will be just like him. The only thing that can cover us is the very blood of Jesus. It doesn't matter what's going on. It don't matter how imperfect you feel. It doesn't matter how short you have. You feel like you have. The blood covers all of that. So we can know who we are. So that we can confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And run to the very rock that is the one that is protecting us, the one that's keeping us, the one that's causing the hand of the enemy to step back and behave. One of my uh, other favorite scriptures, and I do have a lot of them. I do have a lot of favorite scriptures. Why? Because he's given me all of this, what I need so that I can win the good fight of faith. I can win. Psalm 91, it says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I will trust. So let's for a quick second, I want us to define what does trust mean. Let's define the word trust. Define. Think about your relationship. Um, and when you say you trust the man, you trust a woman. So um, trust means a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Now, that's God. Let's say it again. It's the firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability, or strength of something or someone. And I tell you, that is truly the one and only person that can have all of that is God. Verse 3 says, surely he will save you from the foulest snare. In other words, we don't see everything, but God has eyes everywhere. The very angels that God has assigned to us 
to guard us, to protect us, to fight for us, to rage in battle for us. And as we develop that relationship, we really begin to know who we are. So you, I'm telling you, it's just about quieting the noise in your head, in your heart, and, and, and bringing that flesh under subjection. When you bring it under subjection, I'm telling you, it changes everything. And I promise you, I promise you, when you when you put it under subjection, it will change your very life. Um, 2 Corinthians 10 and 4 says, The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You guys, we have everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. But the question becomes, are we using these tools? God already said that we are the head and not the tail. But do you believe what he said? He said we are above and not beneath. He said that we are blessed going in, blessed coming out. Blessed in the city, blessed in the fields, blessed in the storehouses of our savings. But when we get into certain situations, are we still trusting God? Are we still believing what God is saying? Or are we contemplating and looking at life instead of looking at this thing from the spiritual side? God has already worked it out. He's already paid the price for everything that we need to, so that he can fulfill and help us to fulfill our purpose here on earth. I promise you, the promises of God are yea and amen. And as we release the anointing of God in our life, we don't have to know what every place God is going to take us. The truth of the matter, all we need to know, it is God that's leading us. And when we know it's God that's leading us, you guys, it changes everything. And this is the confidence that I have in him, that when I ask anything according to the will of God, which is his word, he hear me. And not only do he hear me, I know that my petitions are granted. Sometimes you have to make that thing personal. And this is the confidence. It's confidence in him. Real Talk, Dr. Hancock. We need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.